0: Hi, it's Angela Huffman with Quilted Joy and I want to show you a quick tutorial on how I set up a master pantograph file that I use for a particular
1: pattern irregardless of the size of the quilt the customer gives me.
2: And welcome to Radio Air Regardless With me, your host, Mark Scully. Hey guys, this is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And we're live. We do this, and today's a special day because not only is it Wednesday, but we're at show one hundred one. Last week was our one hundredth episode, and it was really exciting. I'm doing so many things. I have so much to get to. Before we get into that, there are three ways that you can listen to this program. The first is you can listen through my personal website, markscalia.com. If you want to actually live chat, just click the box you're listening to and bing, 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 send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com. And then you sign on using Facebook or Twitter or something like that. And then you can live chat. And we got my loyal Radio Guardians and they're saying some shit to each other. <laughs> they're talking like I don't even need to be here. I'm just here so that they can talk to each other on a specific occasion. And the third way you can listen is if you don't have the time to listen to us live, you can then listen to the podcast version because after the shows are done, they're edited slightly for time and then they're uploaded to my podcasting site. And then you can download them from iTunes. At, let's see, this is the fourth. Wait a minute, is there a fourth way? The fourth way is during your one hour in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> the bulls always let you play your show during yard time. <laughs> you won't get shanked if you listen to radio, regardless. That's actually a good promo. And here's what we're gonna do: I start every show the same way with the happening now monologue.
1: Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? Past. When? Just now.
0: Where? It now? Now. Go back to then. When? Now. 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 I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now?
2: There's a lot of things I want to get into and, it's, and I don't want to get too political about stuff But my show always happens on a Wednesday All the primaries are on Tuesday So I get to kind of vent about it Now, I'm not a big political guy As we demonstrated a couple weeks ago Which was actually a funny show But there is something that bothered me Hillary Clinton has a new ad Morgan Freeman is narrating <laughs> her fucking promo I'd like to tell you that Hillary fought the good fight I'd like to tell you that. Two things never happened after that day. Hillary. (laughs) That's the kind of shit that I think of when I hear it. And I'm not going to vent about Trump. I'm just not. But Trump destroyed in Vegas. And, you know, it's like. And it's funny, but you got to think about it. Like the more he gets popular, the more people like, oh, this is a travesty. This is crazy. It's like he's doing something. Right. No, I shouldn't say he's doing something right, because this is politics. He's doing something that is attracting people to him. Good or bad. You gotta examine what's going on. Meanwhile, Bernie and Hillary are fucking going toe-to-toe. And Bernie, oh my god, can he not have a sentence without moving both hands simultaneously and hunching his shoulders? I don't understand why he does that. Like he's trying to sell me something. Like he's he's fucking like he's selling me something anyway I want to talk about more pressing things they invented a robot called Atlas and they taught it how to walk and pick things up they had to bully it like they had to push it they had to knock it down so we could see if we get back up again and they and they talked about it in the news they're like like he'd go to pick up a box and they move and the news guys like, oh, I feel bad for the robot. What the fucking? First of all, it's a robot. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not self-aware. Just relax. It's not Skynet. It's not going to hurt anybody. You know, feel bad for the HitchBot, the one that got beat up in Philly, the one that got destroyed. That one at least could talk back to you. This one doesn't talk. They bullied him like a freshman in high school. <laughs> and we're all the we're all the robot rights people. Where are they? we should not be bullying robots (laughs) fuck that anybody ever hit a vcr yeah we beat up machines all the time speaking of machines i can't get enough video games ask my wife i just reinstalled windows on my pc i play starcraft 2 on there as i'm playing that game and it loads up i have my tablet and i'm playing family guy quest for stuff After I'm done with that, I play Marvel Contest of Champions on the tablet. If all this stuff isn't working, I go downstairs and I play my Xbox. I fucking love video games. What is this? Is blowing into your Nintendo considered rape? (laughs) What? No, you have to blow into the cartridges. (laughs) That's the way you had to do them. Yeah, kids today, they don't learn how to do anything like that. And one more thing. I got the schedule for the Salem Christmas Trolley. This year we're going to attempt six shows on the weekends. We've also added another show on Friday, which means I'm probably going to get my Mondays and Wednesdays off, and then I'll be doing Tuesdays, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday every single day from the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Because this year my class reunion's on the Friday. Ha, you had me at Bahumbug. <laughs> and then I start the Christmas Carol shows. And big thing, it's the 30th year of the Christmas Carol. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Irregardless. You're non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And this is where I play a quick little game with the audience. A game we have not played in a while. We're going to play a little
0: Shut Up! Shut up, just shut up, shut up. Shut up, just shut up, shut up. Shut up, just shut up, shut up. Shut up, just shut up. Shut up. Shut up, shut up. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play Shut Up. We haven't played it in a while. Shut Up is a game where I play you a movie clip of somebody saying shut up. All you got to do is guess the movie. And you guys are playing against each other. So good luck, you crazy, Guardians. Here's the first one. You ain't got no gun.
0: But where the weed at? I ain't got no weed. Shut the fuck
2: up, shut the fuck up. I'll play it again. You ain't got no gun. Oh, wait a minute. I don't need to. My wait, brother got wait, wait. it. <laughs> Next Friday. I ain't got no way. Shut up. Oh shit. Say it again. Say something else. My brother got that. So Chris, you get this. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Please. Continue. Yes, you get this one. This one's a little trickier. This one's a really obscure reference. Here we go. Put down that gun, you idiot. Would you shut up? I'm shot here. You shut the fuck up. Who the hell do you think you are? You shut the the fuck fuck up. You shut the the fuck up. You shut
1: the fuck up.
2: I'll tell you, you have everything to win and just type in the rest of that sentence and you got it. (laughs) Nothing to lose. Correct. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Please. And here's the last one.
0: I am constant as the northern star. I'd give real money if he'd shut up.
2: <laughs> Paul, if you don't get this, I'm embarrassed to call you my friend, even if you are on Vicadent because you're nursing some pain. Is it Star Trek VI? What's it? The Undiscovered Country. So technically, Paul got it with Star Trek VI, but Kim Santo got it with the name of it. So it's a split decision.
1: So sorry to interrupt. <laughs>
2: proceed but in any case you took it away from chris but chris wins the whole thing with two to one for the rest of you so ladies and gentlemen you are listening to radio irregardless i am mark scalia we've got a wonderful guest coming up he was actually a comic in the salem comedy and spirits festival kyle daly will be joining us he's a very funny guy you are listening to radio regardless and we'll be right back
0: this episode of Real Celebrity Rumors. The Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30, 1960, but was canceled six years later, due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came, when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from, an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book, Yabba Dabba Doos, and Do Nots. My life, as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in bedrock. And on the next real celebrity rumors. The Powerpuff Girls, Sugar, Spice, and Not Everything Nice. Hi, I'm Danny Rathbun, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless, the show where I am the biggest guest they could get for their 100th episode.
2: And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Skype, the aforementioned... Hello? Is he, He's there, Kyle Daly, everybody. All right, all right. <laughs> It just works. Yes, that was a that was a little funny. I was actually calling him, and for most of the break, it was just ringing and ringing and ringing. And I'm thinking to myself, "Oh shit, yeah, I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> He's going to be able to not get. A... But the time was perfect, Kyle." How are you, buddy?
1: <laughs> I'm doing all right, Mark. How are you today?
2: I'm good. Now, we were doing the pre-show interview, and the quality of the show was a little choppy. You have found out that your roommate's playing video games.
1: <laughs> right, right. What's he playing? Uh, I don't know. Some some World of Warcraft knockoff. I have no idea. It's a, <laughs> it's
2: a game of... is It's not the uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger fight back strike. No, the no, no, strike. no. It's not that one.
1: It's <laughs> not, No, it's, this one's actually like remember that episode of south park the whole world of warcraft oh so, yes yes yeah it's pretty much just exactly like that more <laughs> or less just just it's just the uh it's the freemium world of warcraft I guess <laughs> you could call it well wait a minute is it world of warcraft free yeah no you have to pay for the subscription yeah you have to pay you have to give uh blizzard like I think like 20 bucks a month or something like that in order to play wow well
2: fuck that <laughs> Yeah, that's I mean, I love Blizzard. I mean, I was just I play Starcraft. I'm a big fan of Blizzard since they were like from from Warcraft one and as as soon as I went to Warcraft World of Warcraft, I had lost interest. I'm like, I don't like to play online. I don't like other people.
1: No, I I get that. I'm in that weird age group of like nerd. where like, (laughs) I pretty much just saw the Internet. I was like around just before the Internet was like the Internet. So I remember things like, you know, playing Mario 64 GoldenEye split screen with, like, three of my best friends just, like, sitting in my parents' basement to nowadays, it's just, like, it's just the one kid sitting in his parents' basement playing on Xbox Live or whatever. (laughs) But, uh... The thing I like about though, multiplayer is like it actually makes me feel like I'm getting my money's worth on that disc. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> It adds a lot more hours to the gameplay.
2: A lot of the achievements, like, that's where they get me because I'm goal Yeah. Some of the achievements you have to have, multi like you have to play a multiplayer game. One of the achievements is play a multiplayer game within the first three months. And I'm like, I don't have any friends. I don't- <laughs> I don't
1: you have- don't even need to have friends, man. It just finds people for you and uh it's funny that you say that no but you gotta pay for xbox
2: for the gold like for me to play online with somebody i have to play i have to be part of xbox gold
1: or live or whatever that is which is like 20 bucks and i'm like no i've been playing nothing but halo 5 since it came out just pretty much oh my god it's awesome yeah i go all the way back to like halo one man there's nothing better than just like teabagging some douchebag Online. I don't know, that's okay. just me. Online. Online. Okay. I guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah, clarify. You know, you... I'm like, I've
2: I've never teabagged anybody before, but I could imagine uh, it I... I mean to give is better than receiving in that particular instance, I would imagine. But...
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, because you know, I don't want to I don't want to get teabagged but I don't mind teabagging somebody else. You're an Xbox or PS? Xbox.
2: Yeah. See yeah I went yeah. with Xbox only because it's Halo. I mean it's such a good story that's what it's not even the game is that groundbreaking. It's the story that moves you it's his relationship with Cortana
1: well did did you play the the campaign for five yet? Yeah, did, I played right?
2: them all yeah I beat them I beat them all
1: oh you liked the campaign
2: I uh, see the split campaign I wasn't crazy about well, i I wanted to see them kind of like I thought it was like going they're gonna go head to head kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that's what I was expecting. In fact, that's what everyone was expecting. I'm not going to lie to you when I say this. That's actually my least favorite campaign out of all of them. Yeah, five just, is, yeah, it's it's an, it's weird
2: how it just, well, it made me feel weird because I was I, invested in the characters.
1: I just, well, there's that, number one, but number two is I just felt like it was just a very lazy story. Yeah. Spoiler to anybody who hasn't played the game yet. <laughs> But, you know, like, I just kind of felt like, uh like, the whole thing where, like, Cort- out of nowhere where, like, Cortana's the bad guy and I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me?
2: Well, they needed another bad guy.
1: I know they needed another bad guy, but they could have done a better job than just, you know, pull a fucking, like, Superman or whatever and just, like, suddenly she's back from the dead, but now she's evil. Like, what?
2: But she would. Like, I, yeah, she never died, though.
1: Um, I thought that's kind of what they implied at the end of Halo 4. Well, they implied she died.
2: But she got mm-hmm. she got kind of distributed anyway. We should, it, this it, is not a funny program for the rest of everybody. I just thought of that. No, I'm like, it's not it's I'm not like effective. this is fascinating for me, I love it. But everybody's like, I don't fucking care. I don't care. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, well, let's uh... say without, I want to tell, <laughs> what is this? My tea kettle, is, I think my tea kettle is whistling, she said. <laughs> there was a nice conversation, Kyle, we're connecting, this is great, but here's what I want to do. This is Kyle Daly, very funny comedian out of the uh, Rhode Island area, and he was up for the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival, and you can free him on Twitter. He's at Kyle Daly, 1987. Don't tell me you were born in 87.
1: It's either that or that's my pin
2: combo. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. It sounds like something an idiot would have in his luggage. Anyway, <laughs> and you that's can the same find them. combination I have on my luggage. <laughs> oh, you got the reference. There you go. That's a circumferent. Come on, stuff.
1: man. Uh, Spaceballs. Come on. Spaceballs. Come on.
2: <laughs> you know what's funny. There was a combination. Somebody did a combination of something. It was. A, it was like a national thing. And it was one, two, three, four, five.
1: I think I heard about that actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Like imitating art. Yeah. It was
2: literally like a combination to like the Pentagon or something. And they went, oh, uh, the combination is just one, two, three, four, five. And I go, fuck me. Is that for real? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was a real thing. But again, you can stalk him on Twitter. He's at Kyle Daly, K-Y-L-E-D-A-L-E-Y, 1987. He's also on Facebook. You can find him at Kyle Daly Comedian. And here's the third one, little tricky. He's on a website called movieboozer.com. And why don't you tell me in the list? It was a nuclear code, by the way. That's what it was. It was a fucking nuclear code. Oh, what was that what is movie boozer because i looked at the website but i want you to kind of explain to the audience as well this is a site where you watch a movie and then you that you invent drinking games for movies
1: yeah pretty much so um i I can't remember exactly how i discovered the website necessarily it was something to do with twitter this is a few years back 2012 and uh I, i look at they started following me or something like that i can't remember the exact logistics of it but basically um I check out the website and say I think this is kind of cool and it just entertaining. Or I was a little bit fresher out of college at the times, and I was still truly missing those days where you know pretty much <laughs> anything was a drinking game. Yeah. You know, it was wake up in the morning, go to your nine o'clock class, shotgun a beer when you're done, that kind of stuff. But I didn't really do that that often, Dad. If you're listening. <laughs> um, but uh, at any rate, uh, yeah. So the whole concept of the website is just simply um, you watch a movie. And people critique it, and then they come up with a drinking game for you know, for example, like um, what's a great example from one? I guess I don't know. Like going (laughs) back to space, how about spaceballs? Let's okay. Just go. I I would go with Pride
2: and Prejudice, but that's fine. Let's try (laughs) spaceballs. That's funny.
1: Every time, or even better yet, Star Wars. You know, every time someone mentions the Force, you drink. Every time somebody mentions Hope, you drink. (laughs) You know that kind of stuff like that. And the whole metric system that this website is based on is a six pack. Okay. Yeah, and basically the more beers it's rated on a scale of 1 to 6, the worse the movie is. <laughs> basically, it's saying this is how many beers it's going to need you're going to need in order to get through this film.
2: Oh my god, that is fucking funny. And it's called movieboozer.com. Yes, I've done a radio regardless drinking game. Two episodes. I'm actually I'm due and we got a, I got a big of remote coming up in a few weeks, and we'll probably do it then too. But yeah, we've had the drinking game here too. Anytime I said the word fuck, radio, irregardless, or I said something funny, by the Except chance, for
1: that last of, one people were pretty sober. Yeah, yeah. On.
2: No, I was just, I just say fuck a lot. That's <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been involved in that website?
1: I want to say three years, four years, maybe. Wow. Um, it was, it was. Uh, I don't, I'm not one of their bigger, like more frequent contributors. Uh, however, um, I was the first, uh, TV reviewer for that website because until me, that website was just strictly movies. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But I just remember, you know, checking when I was checking out the website, this was around the time, um. People, it's the show probably just got taken off the air like, what, two years ago. Do you remember the, the Fox show starring Kevin Bacon, uh, The Following? Yes. So around the time I discovered this website, that show was on, and everybody in my family likes to watch it, and I thought that show sucked. There was just so many holes and just <laughs> so much, like, stupid in that show that I just, like, I had to tear it apart, so I messaged them. I was like, hey, can I, like, do a TV review? And they were like, sure, go right ahead and, Funny. you know things started going from there and you know I figured I was actually unemployed at the time not long after and I uh had a Netflix account and just kind of went crazy for a little while and reviewed like I don't know so many things and it just kind of started snowballing and snowballing and you know I finally uh after like four years, I finally took the plunge and I reviewed my very first actual movie because you know they do uh, they're okay with um, doing older movies and everything like that, but the current movies and I did reviewed a uh, Deadpool two weeks ago. So yeah,
2: oh my god, that movie was so fun.
1: <laughs> I'm a Deadpool fanboy, and that was just—I mean, I don't want to go as far as to say the movie itself was perfect, but
2: it was executed perfectly for what it was. Yeah, no. I mean, it's not an Academy Award-winning film, but certainly, no. what it was was so true to the comic book it was yeah. fucking perfect
1: oh yeah no perfect. like the whole fourth wall breaks and just everything about that movie like i loved honestly that was probably ryan reynolds's best performance in my opinion yeah
2: well you know it's funny he's that's he, like in every movie he's like this wisecracking you know i've never yes. seen him in a movie movie where he wasn't like why don't you go fuck yourself ah you know what I think? I think you should just eat a bag of dicks, you know or something like that. But that's what he says all the time. So him
1: being Deadpool exactly. isn't really that much of a stretch. So Well, you know what the funny thing about it is, do you know why he got uh, roped into that role or how he got roped into that role?
2: Was it Hugh Jackman that roped him in?
1: No, it wasn't Hugh Jackman. It was like a comic, like even before he got roped into like doing it the first time, there was a comic where Deadpool <laughs> takes off his mask and, you know, all scarred and disfigured and everything mm. like that. He says, I look like a cross between a Sharpay and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and the <laughs> the best part is Ryan Reynolds sees this comic and then instantly falls in love with the character.
2: That's funny.
1: So, Yeah. But yeah, that's actually kind of always one of my favorite stories, actually, about just how Uh. somebody gets a comic book role. Well,
2: you know, we're going to talk to you a little bit more, Kyle. And we're going to get more into the comedy thing. And when we come back, we're going to play a little bit more with Kyle Daly. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Are you seasonally depressed? If so, Sun Depressatol may be right for you. Millions are already taking CSUN Depressatol. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, anxiety, anger, constipation, excessive gas, and vomiting. If taking CSUN Depressatol has any of the aforementioned effects, stop taking it immediately. Get on a plane, buy a sunlamp, yell at strangers. Good luck. It's going to be a long one.
0: This is Jody Sloan, and I am listening to Radio Irregardless. And uh, honestly, the games were really stressful for me. You know what?
1: I don't even know if I recommend this show. If you have any kind of anxiety disorder, um, don't. Don't even bother. I've been doing online dating recently. Anybody else do online dating? You no know other the losers in the room? Okay, awesome. <laughs> I can't stand... Uh, I'm just sick of online dating because it's just become way too easy to... Shut
0: up. Don't baby. me.
1: <laughs> it's just become way too easy to just ignore someone or just wipe them off. I was texting this one girl back and forth one time and then finally she says, Hey, let's actually talk on the phone. So we called and she immediately... I just say hello. And she immediately says, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I ask her, Why don't you want to talk to me anymore? She goes, because your accent is so
0: Rhode Island. I
1: was like, motherfucker, your profile says you're from East Providence. <laughs> you couldn't be more Rhode Island if you were drinking Dell's lemonade or getting into a car accident even in New York System Wiener on Federal
0: fucking hill. <laughs>
2: you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was a sampling of Kyle Daly from Rhode Island. And I actually did not know what a New York system wiener was until today.
1: Oh, God.
2: You know, I don't go down to Rhode Island that often.
1: Yeah, I love how you played the one clip that pretty much nobody outside of Rhode Island is going to (laughs) get half the jokes. No, but everybody
2: knows Dells, Lemonade.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh... Dells is fine, but it's just, uh, and I'm going to get so much flack from this, but honestly, like, New York system hot wieners is one of those things where you talk to any Rhode Islander about it, they're just like, oh, man, they're the best thing ever. Yeah. You talk to me about it, and I'm kind of like, ah! <laughs> okay, and for those of you who don't know what a New York system hot wiener is... Yes, please describe
2: off, it. Please describe it.
1: Yeah, first off, they're only in Rhode Island, so where the fuck, why the fuck they're called New York is beyond me. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it's just, I don't know what it is. It's not the same kind of meat as a hot dog, but essentially, it is a hot dog.
2: Well, I've read about it. I read about it today. It's got veal and pork in it, and you don't put ketchup on it, but you yeah, put- Yeah, it's like is the biggest it, no-no. Is it you put <laughs> onions on it, or is it sauerkraut?
1: I don't know what it is. it is. Honestly, it just looks like the- they a lot of times it's like you can put any it's like anything but ketchup, okay? Like, <laughs> it's like you can put soy sauce on it, uh, you could put a baby's blood on it, that's fine, but you put ketchup on it, go fuck yourself.
2: Like, <laughs> I know ketchup is the one thing you can't do.
1: There's what they call uh you go to any New York system wiener place, you can get what is known as all the way, which is just essentially the hot dog on a greasy bun covered in chili? <laughs> And that's the only way I can say it is just chili with that inflection at the end of it because I really have no idea what the fuck kind of <laughs> sauce product it is. Okay.
2: So it's oh, it's an amalgamation of something.
1: <laughs> it's just one of, you know what, it's one of those things where like, um, I, I've I've lived in other places I lived in Vermont for a little while and, and like you come back to Rhode Island and don't get me wrong, I love Rhode Island, like it's my home. But there are just certain things you come back to and you're just like, Why is this such a popular thing? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: Well, speaking of that, since we're talking about Rhode Island idiosyncrasies and little thing, there's some things I want to bring up, and maybe you know them as well. Do you know Gilbert Stewart? Do you know who that is? Famous artist? Name sounds familiar. Gilbert Stewart was the artist behind the George Washington portrait on the $1 oh, bill right. from yeah, knew, Rhode Island.
1: I knew. Okay, there we go. Okay, so I knew, it was, I knew the guy was from Rhode Island. The name was just yeah. disconnected. Yeah, so yeah, I knew that one.
2: How about this? Yankee Doodle Dandy. And You're a Grand Old Flag, written by George M. Cohen, also from Rhode
1: Island. Did not know that. Did
2: you not know? Did you know that America's first jazz festival was actually held in 1954 in Newport, Rhode Island?
1: I knew of the Newport Jazz Festival.
2: <laughs> yeah. the Well, everybody thinks, well, New Orleans, you know, New Orleans and jazz. But the first jazz festival was actually in Newport, Rhode Island in 1954. Oh. Hmm. Mm. And my last thing, and I couldn't figure out, what the fuck is coffee milk?
1: In a nutshell, it is just chocolate milk, only it tastes more like coffee. <laughs> wow. That is literally the only way I can explain it.
2: <laughs> so since we're talking about Rhode Island, I want to play a little true or false with you. Now here's the thing, Kyle, you and I are speaking via Skype virtually instantaneously. and you might mm-hmm. have you might have noticed that, um, oh is that a bong?
1: No, it was water, regular water. (laughs) It sounded like a bong. I I mean, I can see why you would think that. That's fine, that's Um, fine.
2: Don't tell me if it is, because I don't want to know. I'm I'm sober here. (laughs) (laughs) We'll edit that in post. Well, that makes one of us. No, we won't. (laughs) So you and I are speaking uh, via Skype almost instantaneously, and the listeners are experiencing... A delay so i'm gonna ask you some questions and you're gonna say if it's true or false and you can just say that to me whereas the listeners have got to listen on the delay and then know it and then type it so they've got a whole bunch of hurdles to jump over so you're playing directly against them so your advantage is you're quicker but their advantage is there's more of them than of you. Yeah. so i don't want to get you paranoid just in case Gurgle, gurgle, mm, gurgle. Anyway. I'm all right.
1: I think I can handle it. All right. It, so
2: Here's what we're going to do.
1: I know the number one rule of the internet is to just ignore everybody and keep moving on. So, <laughs> Just keep moving. Here we go. We're going to play
2: So Small. But so impressive. Just can't understand how something so small can be so impressive. Well, Mark, you would know about that.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: All right, this is this <laughs> sounds like my dating life.
2: Well, she said, Mark. By the way, so so small, but so impressive. Here we go. We're going to ask you some true or false questions about the great state of Rhode Island, first state in this great country of ours. Here we go. True or false? Rhode Island only has one area code. True. True. Ah, oh, shit. I should have got the dings. Fuck. <laughs> I did this last week. Fuck. 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 Oh, hold on.
1: This is just pretty much like a teacher who gives you a test, but doesn't have the answer sheet for themselves.
2: No, I have that. What I'm trying to do is find this. There we
1: go. Oh, <laughs> okay.
2: I found it. So there we go. Which I always got to keep them together, and I just don't. All right. So the first one you got is correct, and the let's see, the audience isn't even playing. <laughs> They did. So you got one day. I just
1: heard Rhode Island, and they were like, oh, fuck
2: "Ah, this. fuck! I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna bother."
1: All right. No, they all signed off because they went to find a map so they could locate Rhode Island.
2: <laughs> they wanted. They're all googling coffee, milk, and New York subway dogs or whatever that
1: is. Yeah, exactly. True it's New York system hot wieners, the not n- New York system dog subway. N- thing. New York system hot wiener. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Just oh. None of. It, You can see why
2: I don't find them that appealing. None of it even makes sense. It's one, two, three, four, five. Anyway. (laughs) True or false? Mr. Potato Head was named as the official family travel ambassador of Rhode Island in 2000. Uh, True. (laughs) That is correct. The Hasbro headquarters is in Pawtucket. That's my hometown. True. Did you know that? And Mr. Potato Head, the first toy ever advertised on television huh isn't that fucking weird know that one perfect yeah all right third one the town of Cohog is five miles from providence that's bullshit and false that is also correct <laughs> there is no town of Cohog. no it's it's a clam my wife said true <laughs> Here we go Let's see Chris said false Okay True or false Cap guns Are illegal In Rhode Island
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with True on that one Uh, No
2: wait a minute Did you say true I said true Oh that was my fuck up (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna put it So we do this Just edit it in post It's all gonna be in Fucking post Let's see Cap You said cap guns Are illegal they are illegal. Oh, then you get this. They are Sweet. illegal. That's fucking so stupid. Cap guns are illegal. I know. <laughs> okay, how about it's this also, one?
1: Actually, hold on. Small thing. Now, you're going to love this one. It is actually illegal to sell toothpaste on a Sunday. It's, on a, yes, Rhode it's Island.
2: illegal to sell
1: toothpaste and a toothbrush on a Sunday. That I fucking read. That is fucking weird. I love finding those laws. Like I think it's in West Virginia, you're not allowed to put ice cream on top of a cherry pie.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Here's one I don't think you're gonna get. Governor Ambrose Burnside is responsible for the popularity of sideburns.
1: Uh, Actually, yeah, I think that's true. Uh, That's um, I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where it comes from. (laughs) That's what they told me. Yes.
2: Fucking. He's. Fuck. (laughs) How about this? You'll get fined. If you throw a pickle on a trolley in Rhode Island, true or false? False? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I was about to say, there's no fucking trolleys in Rhode Island. It is false, but it's true if you throw pickle juice, you'll get fined. You can throw a pickle, but if you throw pickle juice, you get a fucking fine.
1: Wait, from a trolley or like? On a trolley. Like no, it's Do, like does it, no. What I'm asking is like, does a trolley need to be involved with said throwing a pickle juice?
2: It's if you're. All I know is that you'll get fined if you throw a pickle on a trolley in Rhode Island. My brother wants to know. <laughs> he says, define pickle, <laughs> a cucumber um, that's been in vinegar, and pickle juice is technically vinegar, so you can't throw yeah. vinegar. On a, it's your fucking state. I don't get it. How about this one? How about this one in Newport, Rhode Island? It is illegal. To smoke a pipe after sunset. True or false?
1: Um false?
0: <laughs> ah.
2: No. It is illegal to smoke a pipe after sunset. That is true. Uh, joints, however, are completely fine. So you could do oh, okay. that. <laughs> Sweet. Fuck. It's the nope. weirdest fucking thing. That it's I, I found those and I was like, those are yeah. insane. The potato head thing was strange. The cap gun was strange, but the burn side for the sideburns.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just all they did was just take his name and flip it. They, <laughs> that's, Literally, that's all they did.
2: So now you know where the term sideburn comes from.
1: Yeah. And uh, the funny thing is going back to like the whole Mr. Potato Head <laughs> thing. I remember actually like when they announced that he was going to be like the travel dude or whatever they made statues of Mr. Potato Head nearby, like, certain, like, historical locations, and it didn't take more than, I don't know, a month and a half before people started, like, destroying the statues. (laughs) And it's just one of those things where, like, you think back to it now and you're just like... What did you expect?
2: You know, it's like when people do the the uh, festivals and stuff like that. Uh, I was in one city; they had cows. They like they paint the cows different colors. Another one, they did lobster. I think it was like Maine somewhere. They did lobster. Like they have the same sculpture, and then they just painted all different colors to reflect whatever it is in front of. Like it's a candy shop. It looks like right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's fucking people do stupid shit all the time. <laughs> So speaking of all about stupid shit, what made you get into this job? What made you want to become a comic?
1: Well, I mean, I kind of grew up watching stand-up comedy, and uh, I um, I'm actually the oldest of three kids. Uh, there's actually a little bit of a gap between my me and the the next kid, which is my brother. There's a four-year gap, so kind of had to fight for attention a lot as a kid and i don't know just saying funny stuff got me attention when i was a little kid so there goes that and then uh finally one day not too long after i graduated college i was still living up in vermont and uh they were having a uh they had like some sort of open mic or like i think it was a funniest comic in vermont competition or whatever i figured well i always wanted to try it and i wrote a few things down and kicked myself up on stage and then one thing led to another and well here i am
2: and, ah. you, and it was great to have you at the comedy festival as well so oh, it awesome. was it, yeah it was great to have you and thank you so much for driving up from providence with your yeah. with your coffee milk and your hot my new york system hot wiener s- new year's new, dad I, i'm not even gonna get it you could tell it to me a hundred times i'm <laughs> fucking get it i get mr potato head and pickle juice and sideburns <laughs>
1: but I, well mean, you're just thinking about them pickles fucking mm.
2: it. no it's oh this fucking it's gonna be nasty I, just,
1: I would like and you eat it uh, in the that, summer too right it was like, oh, oh. i'm just thinking like why would they need to make that a law though like was there just at one point in providence's history where people were just throwing pickle juice rampantly from trolleys all the time like
2: <laughs> but it's not only I mean, you'll get arrested you'll get fined it's like you get fine. you blinded a guy with vinegar and uh, you better pay that. You pay that twenty dollar fine.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's gonna have to pay like three thousand dollars worth of medical expenses. But here's fifty dollars. Yeah. You, you know what like. you
2: could do? You could have a pickle. You could have a, a, a cap gun that sprays pickle juice. <laughs> you double the fines.
1: Oh my god. Oh Jesus, that is just. That would just wake the. That would just wake uh, Sianci from his grave.
2: Ugh. So you know something. Let's let's contemplate how many violations we can get from the <laughs> from the great state of Rhode Island. And we're going to take our third and final break. And we come back, we're going to ask Kyle the three questions I ask of all my entertainers and my guests. Tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Guess what day it is, huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's Hump Day! Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump
1: Day! so let's get this thing started um, um, I want to start talking off a little bit about my family I have an uncle who's a gigantic Grateful Dead fan they are known in scientific communities, hotheads
0: <laughs>
1: I'll never forget when I found this stash for the first time, I was like 14 years old riding in the car with him and I opened up the glove compartment and in the glove compartment I found a bag that had a green butt like substance in it and I look at it and I say hey unk what's this right here and i swear to god you would have thought i pulled the pin out of a grenade (laughs) he just he just reaches right across and just shucks it out the window (laughs) i asked him seriously what was that he looks at me dead in the eye and says it was oregano Oregano? I was like, really? Oregano? Like, what the hell? Just think that the sidewalk eating more seasoning?
0: <laughs> Here's the
1: funny thing, though, that's a real bit of irony. I'm older now, and I smoke weed, and I've got little cousins, so I'm just worried, like, what am I going to say to them if they find my stash? You little shit say out of my sock drawer. you are ruin my parsley collection. <laughs>
2: You're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host Mark Scalia, and still on the Skype line. in a little sampling, a little double dose of Kyle Daily on mm. the uh, on the Radio Regardless show. Uh, very funny stuff, man. It's uh, it's just thank so funny. you. My brother did do a post. He actually wrote down: If you brush your teeth on a Sunday with a cap gun and pickle juice on a trolley and spit, you are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you're looking at the super trifecta right there
1: oh well what can you do well
2: what i can do right now is i can tell you about the scores cuz i tabulated all the scores and you did mm-hmm. very well you beat the audience completely and uh, yeah you get the special winning song
0: I did it! <laughs> Oh you win. Perfect. Oh
2: my, oh my god. <laughs> Do you feel good? Thank you. That <laughs> was the best thing ever. <laughs> Did you feel good? <laughs>
1: I will treasure this moment forever.
2: That's good. I'm glad you feel good about yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> that whole moment, me winning, is just further proof of everything that's true about Rhode Islanders, which is <laughs> you will never find a group of people who hate their state but love it so much at the same time. <laughs> It's just like you will do nothing but here. They'll be like, man, the politicians are corrupt around here. The weather sucks. There's not a whole lot to do here. Blah, blah, blah. Somebody, then somebody goes like, well, why don't you just move somewhere else? Why the fuck would I want to move anywhere else? This fucking place is great. That's, but you know, that's indicative of New England.
2: I know. I got to catch up. I got to catch up on the listeners. Like, uh, my brother said, because you won. He goes, once again, he wins and the Academy ignores the blacks. Injustice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh biggest the biggest irony of all of this uh Oscar thing and I ju- I'm sure everybody else noticed it I just picked up on it there are not there's not a single person that's black nominated for an Oscar and they have Chris fucking Rock hosting
2: who that, cares I'm seriously
1: <laughs> I know but it's just like everybody compl- like my whole thing about the Oscars was you know last year they did the same thing and last year I was like okay you know what like I'll give them the benefit of the doubt you know like maybe just just maybe in the off chance there wasn't a good enough you know black role or whatever black actor to do that I'll give him the benefit of the doubt this time. There's no good, there's no, no good row.
2: there's no good movies this year. Uh, the,
1: the last year you. Well, 2015? Well, well technically, yeah, I
2: mean, it's, it's a weird season because it's like from the last Academy Awards. So the movie came out like three months ago. Like, Joy? Joy was not a great movie. I mean, I watched clips of it, and I was like, oh, it's David O. Russell. Fucking kill me. Eh. And I've had enough of that. Chris, I'm stop it. Just stop it. Samuel Jackson should not win an Academy for snakes on a fucking plane. Every week, my brother says something about snakes on a plane. It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. Matter of fact, I'm gonna block you from. From using this website, you keep fucking mentioning snakes on a plane. You mention it. It's, God damn snakes it's, on a plane. I have not
1: seen that. It's That's snakes movie. on a helicarrier. On check. <laughs> snakes, snakes on a helicarrier. I don't remember
2: asking, damn. I am man, a goddamn thing.
1: <laughs> damn it, Hill, get me the Avengers. Yeah. There are too many goddamn snakes, snakes on, this on this motherfucking
2: helicarrier. There are too many snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> Uh,
1: but don't call the Hulk. He'll just trash the place.
2: I suppose Morgan Freeman was on... Say, if, and, uh, I'd like to tell you that snakes on a plane found its way out. I'd like to tell <laughs> oh, you that <laughs> it's snakes in a plane. <laughs> anyway, Kyle. And then us. Uh, uh, yeah. So now that you won the game, now you got stuff. And again, you can uh, free stock him. Kyle's a very funny guy. He tours all over the place. You can see him on Twitter at Kyle Daily 1987. Also, find him on Facebook. He's at kyle daily comedian and check out the website movieboozer.com com, and it's forward slash author forward slash kyle daily and take some of his advice get yourself a six-pack get yourself a movie sit down and enjoy your fucking self
1: that's oh all. no 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 you got no 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 a fair warning to everybody <laughs> read my review before <laughs> you start the drinking game because there are quite a few of them where i uh i simply say uh fair warning um you know you're gonna want something else, uh, or you're gonna need a lot. So, for example, <laughs> I did uh, the Deadpool review last week. Mm. Uh, I said uh, the the only rule you really need is take a drink every single time Deadpool breaks the fourth wall, which is uh, which is that's like plenty. every three lines.
2: Pretty yeah, much. that's plenty.
1: But but then I go on to say, unless you want to black out, <laughs> then take a drink every time somebody says fuck. Take a drink every time somebody gets killed. Do an entire shot if you actually make it through the whole movie using the last two rules but no matter what you have to do a shot for the obligatory Stanley cameo
2: Well I'm trying to think what he did
1: he was in the, the strip oh club he's DJ. in the strip club that's right he
2: was in the strip club
1: not the uh honestly not the uh not the Stanley cameo
2: I was expecting I was th- no I wasn't either but here's the thing the girl who plays the love interest in the uh, Deadpool movie she also mm-hmm. plays the love interest plays uh, the doctor in Gotham.
1: Ah, I haven't. You know what? (laughs) This is just my nerdery, and I put my foot down and I refuse to watch Gotham simply because there's no Batman in it. What's the fucking point of having a show about Gotham if I'm not going to get my Dark Knight beating the shit out of the Joker? Uh No. But I'll tell you, in that movie, (sighs) fucking
2: rock and body. Oh my god! Uh, Ridiculous, just ridiculous. And I'll tell you, Ryan Reynolds. You know, I want to hate the guy. I want to fucking hate him. Yeah. He's such a fun dude. He's good looking. He's in fucking fantastic shape.
1: There's pictures can... of him all over your wall. Yeah, like... No, what? No, no, no. <laughs> just the one. Just the one. Anyway, so, just the one. But it's a. It's, it's a, a thirty
2: thirty-four by sixty-five. <laughs> it's a full-length body photo. It was in Playgirl magazine. I got oh, the fat head. But no, he's like, I want to fucking hate him, but he's like such yeah. a cool, and he's playing one of my heroes, so I'm going to fucking hate him. It's like Hugh Jackman. It's like, I want to punch Hugh Jackman, but he plays Wolverine, so.
1: And he's like the same thing. Like, yeah. you can't hate on the man.
2: You can't hate him. You can't hate somebody for being that. Just unbelievable. But, yeah, but he's it's it's such a fun movie too. It really is fun, and just oh, smoking
1: body on her. Just sm- did, did you smoking. ever watch Firefly? Actually,
2: actually, my brother just uh, put that in. What did it? Where is it?
1: Yeah, no, she was in. Uh, she was in Firefly. She played a prostitute. Oh, really? Well, they didn't call. Okay, it, it's. I never see. The- I never watched the show Firefly.
2: I watched the movie. Uh, the, oh, you're the, one of those. Uh, no, no, I knew. I never knew about the movie, uh, the TV show Firefly. I didn't get into it.
1: Right? Yeah, I have plenty of friends that actually have never seen the TV show Firefly. Then they see the movie Serenity, and they're like, "I don't get it." And oh I'm no, like, no, well, I got, because- I got
2: the movie. I just never watched Firefly.
1: Oh yeah, well, no, she plays a. Uh, they don't call it. A, it's not really a prostitute. They say. Um, they call them companions. Oh. She's basically. She's more like a. Uh, she's more like a call girl in it. But oh man, she's hot in that one Yeah yeah.
2: So now that we've gone down the sci-fi episode We've talked very little about comedy But we've had a shitload of fun I'll grant you yeah. that We've had a lot of fun And we do yeah. know quite about Kyle He's the uh, oldest oldest boy of three Oldest child of three Got into comedy for competition And he's been How long have you been doing it?
1: Uh, I just had four years, actually, uh, this
2: January. Oh, congratulations. So
1: now that... Thanks.
2: But now that you've been doing it four years, you're based out of Rhode Island, doing all the stuff, very knowledgeable, you know about the video games, you know about movies, you know about TV. You got a lot of stuff, a lot of current events, stuff like that. So... In your four years of doing stand-up, what I would love to do is have you tell me and my lovely listeners about your first time on stage, your best time on stage, and then your worst time on stage. And please do it in that order, because the worst story is always the funniest fucking story.
1: Yeah. um, The last one's going to be tougher, because there's just too many to pick from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Um So I would actually have to say, um, well, my first time was a little interesting. It was like, it was just for, I didn't know anything. I was living up in Burlington, Vermont at the time and uh, didn't really know too much about the comedy scene up there. It was still, it it still is in its infancy up there from what I understand. Like I've kept my ear to the ground. There's still people I keep in touch with up there, but uh, it's been getting bigger. They just opened up a comedy club there, but at any rate, yeah. So there was a funniest comedian like Burlington contest and I figured, well, this is the only thing I know of where they're doing comedy and I've always wanted to try it. So I kinda like forced myself up on stage and honestly, I I was just nerve wracked. <laughs> like I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't remember some of the jokes I wrote. And the crowd was just dead silent. Absolutely just quiet for most of my jokes, but <laughs> You know, you think back on it now, it's probably just because it was a contest and it was a room full of comedians yep. who were also in the contest. <laughs> so, you know, there was that, but, um, you know, after that though, uh, the funny thing is, uh, after my set, some woman come, came up to me, I think uh, it was Kathleen cons. Actually. She's still up there. Uh, she comes up to me right after the show and just says, Hey, listen, we're doing the show of uh new comedians. Uh, do you want to be on? And I said, sure, why not? And, You know, that set actually went uh, a lot better than, um, (laughs) uh, you know, than the prior set. Right. Because I knew more, because I had a better feel of what I was doing. So, yeah. So, from there on out, uh, that's pretty much how it went. Um, My best time on stage, uh, they were just so few and far apart from each other, (laughs) I can't really. (laughs) No, I would actually have to say one of my better sets was... um, this was actually like maybe about a year or two ago. Actually, I did. Uh, I actually did Foxwoods for the first time. Uh, f- comics at Foxwoods for the yeah. first time. Uh, I believe I sent you a clip of it when I was auditioning for the. Um, yeah, you did. The festival. I got that clip. Yeah, yeah, that's I, good. I, that's definitely one of my better sets. Uh, simply just because it was the first time I had ever played to a room of more than 150 people and I don't want to sit here and necessarily say that I crushed and I killed them and leaving them laughing but the fact that I had 300 people's every single word laughing where they were supposed to laugh and I even got a couple of applause breaks during that set that was actually a proud moment for me so yeah. um, The real funny thing, though, is uh, in the uh, in that video clip I sent you, if you listen closely, um, there's a there's a whole bit I talk about with my phobia of spiders. Yeah. But I talk about how I have I have one friend that's a much bigger arachnophobe, like he sees a spider in a magazine. He freaks out. I said that joke and the guy holding the camera for me that night was the friend I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But if you listen close enough after I do the whole bit, I just say like something to the effect of like, oh, you're afraid of spiders, you pussy or whatever the line is. You can actually hear him go dick. (laughs) 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 And um, the worst time I would have to say I've ever had on stage, I would say, oh, I got one. I'm not going to name the place or the guy who was running it. But uh, this is a couple months back. I did a show up in New Hampshire. It was a smaller open mic type of thing. And I walked up to the guy running it. It was in this little dive bar, hole in the wall, nowhere. You pretty much had to like get a treasure map and crawl through Narnia in order to get to it. But um, he, uh, uh, I walk up to the guy and I say to him, "Hey, so I understand that you do other that you do other bookings and things like that." He goes, "Yeah, how much time can you do?" I was like, "Well, I mean, like I've got like maybe 20 minutes of material that's definitely solid, maybe like 25." He goes, "Why don't you go up and do 15?" I was like, "What?" Cause I was only prepared to do like five minutes and lo and behold, the guy, there's only two people on the bill that night and I'm one of them. And the other guy going up on stage, it was his very first time going up on stage period, like ever. And what what made matters even worse. Yeah, no. And this was a small bar, but everybody was sitting as far away as they possibly could. So when I go up on stage, finally, like people are like mildly invested, <laughs> n- kind of paying attention, but they were more interested in heckling. And finally, uh, some people in the back of the room started trying to play the penis game with me, or not with me, just to just to piss me off. What's what's and the penis I just, game? Yeah, which is for those of you not familiar, uh, that's when you go into a public area and you try to say the word penis as loud as you can.
2: That's a game
1: that is an actual game oh yeah like God. you never heard of it like no did you not no I you're never just he- like
2: it's so dumb oh
1: dude it's so stupid I get it. oh dude it's something you do when you're in middle school
2: It's.
1: quite f- <laughs> any anyway, so these are like drunk 45 year olds out in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere in New Hampshire and uh, screaming the penis game and I just had I just <laughs> snapped at them and I basically said do you really want to play the penis game with a guy who has a talk louder stick <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And then the funny thing is, a couple weeks later, I did another show up in New Hampshire that went much better than this one. And I'm ta- I'm relaying this whole story to somebody else, and dude looks at me and goes like, That was you? <laughs> That's fucking like, He was like, you were the guy that went fucking crazy and started yelling at people in the back of the bar? I'm like, yes, because they were playing the penis game oh my during God. my set.
2: Oh, I love yeah. the worst stories. I really do. I love the worst stories. Of course. Oh, my God. Comedy is all based
1: around tragedy. What's funnier than somebody bombing miserably?
2: Uh, nothing. Nothing is funny. And speaking nothing. of speaking of bombing miserably, where are you going to be tormenting people next, Kyle? No. <laughs> where will I be tormenting I'm, people next? I'm Give to, me one I'm second to,
1: here while I pull up. Yeah. What do you got coming you up over me? the next?
2: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. What do you got coming up over the next few weeks or so? Any, any big gigs for you?
1: couple of them actually this uh this sunday actually i'm gonna be at davall street station in fall river massachusetts this one's actually an interesting one this is a uh, this is a charity drive actually uh for the homeless and what you got to do with this one is you don't even need to pay to get in you just need to bring uh winter clothes for the homeless
2: i think i saw that can... advertised on facebook that's v- that's, yeah, a, exactly. that's a wonderful thing you're yeah
1: doing. i'm just kind of laughing at it because don't get me wrong i'm all about helping out and doing a good cause but it's just Winter clothes for the homeless, and this is the most mild winter I know I have experienced. (laughs) It's just like get, get, bring in hats and clothes for this 57 degree weather we're having in February.
2: Well, you know, just how about a sweater and pants?
1: No, not even a sweater. Just give them long pants and long sleeve shirt. You're
2: all set. That's fine. No, let's not let's not fuck with it. So you got a great, you got a really nice fundraiser on Sunday. What else you got coming up?
1: I actually got a couple of shows coming up in New Hampshire. uh, Actually, on what is it tuesday and wednesday i will be both in i will be in new hampshire one place called the hilltop pub in Derry, yeah. new hampshire and yeah. then i got another one in uh in uh where is it again oh yeah arena sports bar uh in nashua new hampshire and yeah the last big one i got is uh this is a little ways out but uh it is on april 13th i will be playing at the H- hukulele haku Look. Hookie lao hooky lao there we go yeah hooky <laughs> lao in uh in chicopee mass wait a on, minute what uh, is that april 13th yeah april 13th i yeah. think
2: that's when we do the remote yep that's when we got oh, yeah. yeah so i'll be out there you'll see me there that's i think oh nice i think i'm doing uh i do remotes uh every once in a while and i think i'm doing a it's a triple cross promotion so it's Radio Regardless. It's the Lao Show. And I got a friend who has a uh, winery out there. He's going to probably bring some wine and mm. uh, do some samples. A triple cross. <laughs> oh, nice. So that'll yeah. be good. So, yeah, then we get to work together again soon, man. But I'll tell you, yeah. thanks so much for being on the show, man. It's been fun. Learned so much. And maybe I'll get your screen name, and uh, we'll figure out if I can play Xbox with you. I guess thing figure that out. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> that'll work All right, out. Man. Ladies and thanks gentlemen, me, this is Kyle. Daily very funny guy O'Reilly. Kyle thanks so much for being part of the show Man I'll talk to you very soon
1: Great to be here man later
2: Alright bye bye Kyle Daily everybody Oh funny Fucking funny <laughs> The penis game I don't know who plays that game I <laughs> Penis game <laughs> That's a real fucking thing I didn't know <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. We're going to wrap it up, and I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be over this weekend. Thursday, I'll be at the Old Salt Restaurant in Hampton, New Hampshire, telling some jokes there. Friday, I'll be at the Elks Lodge in Billericka, Mass. What is this? It's not a screen name. It's a gamer tag. <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking forgive me anyway, uh, Saturday night, I'll be at the Capital Center for the Arts in Concord, New Hampshire. Mike Donovan headlining that show. I'm going to be middling. And it's like I think there's like two other guys. It's a power. That's a power show right there. It's going to be fantastic. And then uh, Sunday, the 28th, the still night of the Oscars. I will be uh, telling some new jokes. I'm going to be uh, working out a whole bunch of new stuff at Oscars Pinata. I'm not sure if it's Oscars Pinata or Oscar Pinatas. I, I don't know. According to the website, it's Oscar's Piñata <laughs> in Tewksbury, Mass. Very fun there. And it's going to be me. Ralphie J hosts the show. He's uh, He's been running the room for a very long time. Really fun show. A lot of open mic stuff. And, uh, you know, even though I've been doing comedy a long time, got to write some jokes. And I got a lot of new jokes. So I'm going to try it out. So, hey, guys, it's been show 101, and we keep going, getting stronger and stronger. If you want to be a sponsor, guest, or leave a comment, radio regardless at gmail.com. You can even call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Next week's show, Dave DeLillo, very good actor, will be on the show. We'll see you next week. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. I was making radio shows for fun.
0: Hello,
2: hello.